0: You did. You you didn't. I didn't say names. names. I didn't. You know what? I told myself today I'm going to say the names. Today I'm going to do everything right because we've had such a long break, and I messed it all up. But anyway, the podcast where some guy (laughs) and some other guy try to solve your long-running relationship (laughs) questions in ten minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve?
1: Oh, I thought you were going to refer to me as some other guy, but I guess in this case I would be some guy, and then you would be some other guy because I'm really the feature of this show, right?
0: you know what i'll let you have that i don't know that anyone wants to be the feature of this show but we do have work to do here is our listener question for the week hello Uh, hosts of my favorite podcast it's been a while since there's a new episode are you guys taking the time to practice the intro Clearly not. All right, back to the question. Here's my question. I'm a 36-year-old woman in a relationship with a 40-year-old man. We've been dating almost a year, and the honeymoon phase is long gone. We're now comfortable with each other. We don't plan on getting uh, married or having kids. Uh, We might or might not move in together in the future. In a way, we're sort of at the end goal of a relationship. Since there isn't much to look forward to in the relationship, how do you keep the sparks going? Thanks again. All right, take it away, Steve first of all for this
1: show to be somebody's favorite podcast kind of speaks of a serious mental illness in the first place but i will leave that Wait, to the suck. yes i
0: you know normally i just let you rant for five minutes but i do not i do have to have a, re, a rebuttal like besides being the 19th most popular relationship podcast in <laughs> uganda i believe we're like the 95th most a popular one in what is it, South Korea now, maybe? We we looked into it. We were hoping it was North Korea, but I believe it was South Korea, right? That's right. I forgot. That's right. We, we were like number two in Uganda. How dare you? We were we were big time in Uganda. We were not so big in South Korea, but they got K pop over there. They're distracted. Yeah, we were like in the sixties, I
1: think, in South Korea, but it was it was encouraging. <laughs> I enthusiastically sent you that tweet or that <laughs> link. <laughs>
0: And, you know, there's probably a whole like the top million podcasts over there are probably in (laughs) Korean and then the subcategory of English (laughs) podcasts.
1: Uh, And then, yeah, we're still just outside the top million. (laughs) This uh, this question reminds me of uh, I did a talk in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, like year 15 years ago, maybe called Keep the Fires Burning. And I was brought in by this hospital system who... Now, I was brought in with my partner. He's kind of like you and me, that we had kind of a shtick and a thing going, and he was another psychologist, and so unlike you, he's like educated, went to get a real degree, but he, uh, so we did our thing, How to Keep the Fires Burning, and it was like open to the public, and we had a full house in their auditorium. It was fabulous, and in the aftermath, this is why I tell the story. It's got nothing to do with the topic that the writer asked about, but So we went for a steak dinner afterwards, and we were on an expense account. And we were flying high, like we really felt great about the show and it was a great audience and a lot of laughter and we signed a lot of stuff afterwards and we had a great waiter. And I think Sean got the bill, that was my partner's name, and he gave the kid, our waiter, our bill was maybe 60 bucks and he gave the kid like a $60 tip, he gave like a 100% <laughs> tip. And the hospital administrator was incensed that we had abused the expense account like that. and it ultimately got us fired from the speaking agency that we worked for so i'm having a little ptsd with this topic (laughs) and this question
0: (laughs) i was gonna ask you was that the was that the partner with the steak thing and then i wasn't sure if i should say that story on air and then you just blurted it out so i guess it's okay all water under the bridge now
1: I can't. I can't believe I told you that story privately. Even like I don't tell that story ever. Not because I'm ashamed. I just don't think of it.
0: You have three stories, (laughs) and I've heard them all a million times. That's where we're at in this relationship.
1: God, did I tell you about the one (laughs) with the (laughs) hospital administrator whose son was in an accident?
0: Oh no! I think there's a fourth story I haven't heard yet. She went
1: ballistic on me. So we got. <laughs> is, this, a, a is this list. is this
0: related to the steak, or is this no, separate?
1: not at all. Other than it, this was my screw up and not Sean's. This was actually the first demerit against us, and that's why Sean's steak thing was the last straw. With because we were like out of control, but this wasn't even really my problem. So we were called. I, I don't even remember what city we were in, but we went to do a talk at a hospital again. And uh, one of the things I used to do, so we would be like number six in line. To, we'd talk for like an hour and it'd be an all day event and they'd have doctors come in and talk about this and that and then maybe a dietitian come in. And what I would do is I would kind of take notes of like significant people that were brought up. Um, by one of the earlier speakers. And then either like call them out of the crowd and do a little uh, crowd work with them or make a joke or say something to add up. But anyway, so I had this administrator's name and she was gone and I made a comment about her and I said, oh, I guess she's not here. Uh, I don't even remember what I said, but it, it was probably mildly disparaging. Like, why isn't she here to listen to us? She's here to listen to everybody else. So we get through our hour and I go back to my seat and someone taps me on the shoulder and says, so-and-so wants to talk to you in the hallway. And I'm like, Ooh, okay. oh, okay. <laughs> and it was this lady, and I don't remember if she was the CEO or if she was she was one of the higher-up administrators, and she was upset I don't know if on a regular day she would have been upset, but her son had been in an accident and she had gone out into the hallway to take a call about this. And I don't know what she heard I said about her, but she just laid the hell into me for being disrespectful and how dare she. And I remember I was I just sort of took it and I was just shaking my head like, man, man. ma'am or doctor, I remember, I I am so sorry. And I reached out and kind of touched her elbow, like in an empathetic move. And she slapped my hand away and said, do not touch me. And I went, oh my God. And uh, that, of course, got back to the Speaker's Bureau also. And that was the first strike against us. And the stake pushed it over the top.
0: Well, I think it's probably best that you're not with them anymore because, I mean, honestly, if a a super mild joke like that can backfire that much, maybe, just maybe, hospitals aren't the best comedy venue out there. However, we now have less than three minutes left of our ten minutes to answer this question, so why don't you take it away?
1: You know what I tell people is the the fire doesn't ever burn as hot as it does during the sparkly honeymoon phase, and if that's your expectation, obviously it's not. This list, the listener, the letter writer seems to have a pretty good handle on. We we've got this, but I would say move your relationship into the next level of intimacy, which is you don't chase each other naked around the kitchen table like you used to, but you enjoy each other more. So when you do have intimate like naked time, it's probably a little more intense than it used to be because you know each other what to do and what not to do. But pay attention to how much more intense your private time is when you're clothed, like your conversations better, you you understand each other's love languages better, and you kind of reach a new level in the relationship that's not based solely on physical attraction and things you have in common, which is all that's driving you at the beginning, that first year of the relationship. I think if you kind of lay back and sort of let this happen and relax, you'll enjoy each other so much more than you did when that fire was burning
0: like an inferno. What say you in the last minute and a
1: half, James? I took half of our time.
0: I say that if you want excitement, if you want that spark, you need to go and do something a little bit dangerous. So here's what you do. Ooh. You go to a hospital. You make a oh, joke about oh, an administrator oh. who's not in the room, <laughs> oh, and you God. order a steak and tip what double is the price. What's
1: happening right now?
0: <laughs> Can you imagine the 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 adrenaline rush they would experience after that <laughs> as they fled for their life? You know, with the with a a smiling waiter and an irate hospital administrator behind them. The passions. Oh my gosh, oh. they make like nineteen babies that night. But outside of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it... it, it, it to steve's point uh things do normalize i mean there are certain hormones there are certain uh, chemicals that are going through your brain and long-term pair bonding is different than than what you feel on that initial attraction so just biologically it's not going to feel the same but if you're both happy you're both content just make sure you don't take each other for granted if you if you see each other make sure you keep blocking out that time and don't get so like ah do i really want to drive three minutes to see him or i'd rather just sit here and enjoy an extra three minutes of tv as long as you prioritize each (laughs) other <laughs> other. Uh, everything will be fine, and also also that hospital thing. I, I say go for it. Anyway, if you have a question you'd like us to not answer at all and instead go on a 10-minute rant about Steve's previous jobs he got fired from, send that question in to JamesBreakwell at ExplodingUnicorn.com That's Exploding Unicorn with the E It doesn't have to be a marriage question It can be uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, platonic friends, whatever you've got, send it in This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 Minutes of Your Life You'll Never Get Back